El futuro tiene nada más que la confrontación. Hey, welcome to Unpopular Opinion. I'm your host, Adam Todd Brown. I used to write a bunch of weekly columns for a bunch of internet places, and I would use those columns to put forth all sorts of crazy opinions. But then I would come on this show to defend those opinions. But now, mind your own damn business. Joining me today, we used to work together at a place called Crack.com. That was like half a decade ago. And for some reason, he hasn't been on the podcast at all in that entire time. But today, we are here to fix that. Ladies and gentlemen, Abe Epperson, also joining me. He is a wonderful comedian. You can hear his stuff on Spotify and presumably other places across the internet. I don't know. We normally have him here when we have a bunch of super sad stuff to talk about, but that's not entirely the case today. Ladies and gentlemen, Tiff Myers. It's going to be a great show. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Unpopular Opinion. I'm your host, Adam Todd Brown. Joining me as co-host today, ooh, my favorite co-host of all, no co-host, but I do have a couple of guests. Case in point, I think joining us for the first time, right? Abe Epperson. That's right. Yeah. First time. That's Long time listener. Crazy. We worked (laughs) together for years and years and years. I know, man. Yeah. We've we've known each other. We seemingly get along. Why haven't you been on the pod? What do you think you did wrong to for it to take this long i mean i don't know man i i tried to present myself as someone who was like potable you mm-hmm, know mm-hmm. someone who could but you never seem to take so i just moved on yeah but we've we've turned it around abe is we here we really abe. have we used to work <laughs> together at cracked abe how's it going man good man yeah uh here we are in the year 2022 you know it's been that's been like five years since we even crossed each other's paths yeah. In five years, it's been a whirlwind. I have some news for you. Uh-oh. Unless you follow news. I, I uh, don't follow news that closely. <laughs> well, you know, it burned down, so. <laughs> Just been living with everyone, uh, you know, as that. Uh, yeah, that's about it. Just living living the life, man. Living the dream. That's what yeah. we've been doing since crack yeah. went asunder. Mm-hmm. What happened to it? Cracked? I mean, it still exists. It just... Oh, okay. None of the cool people work there anymore. Yeah, they said that didn't need cool people anymore. Yeah. All right, I'll try to go get a job over there then, I think. I'm pretty fucking lame. (laughs) (laughs) That's a Tiff Myers trying to be a scab right now. Yeah. What up? Crossing the picket lines. Just joking. We're not on strike. Yeah, I'm I'm Billy Elliot. I'll just fucking ballet across the picket lines. I don't care. We all got fired. Uh, A tiff is generally when there's something really sad to talk about on the podcast, a beacon goes up in the Los Angeles night sky and a tiff responds to that and uh, appears on the podcast so we can all get sad together. But we're not not talking about sad stuff this time. I don't think some of it. Some of it's a little rough, right? You did put up the Eeyore signal and I responded. So we'll see. How fucking sad it can get. Yeah, none of this is too crazy. No. I mean, there's a kid who gets attacked, but... It's, it's all like, a bunch of, like, <laughs> like white misfortune, and I don't feel bad, to be honest. Yeah, 
Yeah, that's the preferred <laughs> sort of misfortune these yeah. days. That's the one that's still fun to make fun of. Yes. We're doing another local news roundup episode. We do these from time to time. Just checking in what's what, with what's going on in the rest of the world. Us coastal elites sometimes <clears throat> lose touch with the real America. Uh, not that like three of these stories aren't L.A. based, but still, yeah. it's good to good to touch base. You know, Abe, are you from L.A. originally? I'm a Californian, but I'm from the uh, you know north. I'm Northern California boy. Mm. A tiff. Mm-hmm. How about you? You're from here, right? No, I'm from Maryland originally. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I was born in Morocco though. So yeah, we're talking about news stories that you probably haven't heard on the national news. Some of them you maybe have, like this next one, because when something like this happens, I don't know why I said next one. First one. It's the first one we're talking about. Whenever something like this happens, it's it's cause for celebration and for people to pay attention. 34 people were rescued after being trapped on a floating piece of ice in Wisconsin. (laughs) Let's set the scene. Global warming's a real thing, even if most of your state doesn't believe it. You're standing on a big-ass piece of ice in Green Bay, Wisconsin, and all of a sudden that big-ass piece of ice just breaks off and starts floating into a body of water. What do you do to get rescued? There's nothing else. Like, you would die. You would die. Anything else. Yeah, I was going to say, if I was in a situation where I was slowly drifting away from the human race, I just think, like, <laughs> this is now our new continent. I don't, and I, I don't know how I'd be useful. Like, I, I'm pretty sure I'd just be in shock in an existential kind of dread because <laughs> I don't want to be there. It's just the slow motion away from the continent to me. How are we going to rebuild society? <laughs> but, but, like, how do you not notice? Like, it's not like a quick thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I hope there were originally like 47 people and some of them were close enough to when it broke that they were just like, fuck, jump back. Yeah, I think yeah. it's more akin of like, yeah, an earthquake isn't a quick thing, but like not living on the fault line is also a deal. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Maybe that's not a one to one comparison, though. That's probably not. Definitely not. I'm not a scientist. This reminds me of a an Apple Watch commercial right now. Because you can call 911 with your Apple Watch, apparently now. And there is this commercial with all of these people who were in real-life situations and needed help. And the only way they had to call 911 was with their Apple Watch. And one of them is a guy who went, like, parasailing or something in the ocean and caught a wind that was just blowing him out into the middle of the fucking ocean. Oh, no. (laughs) And as horrifying as that sounds, because I... Like I say all the time, the ocean is the outer space of Earth. Like, we're not right. we're not right. supposed yeah. to be there. That's where the aliens live. And, man, what a terrible way to die. Eventually, you just have to, like, jump off and be like, sharks, come get me. <clears throat> but, yeah. But can you feel bad for that person, though? I don't feel bad for these people. No. Who's got time? I think it's pretty fucking funny. I want to say 105% of them are white. Like, this is a white. This is, like, such funny. Like, no. Who would do this? Like, Why? Why would you do this? We are so in love with personal excellence that we will do so stupid ass shit like Mount Everest. Why is that a thing? Yeah. Why do we even know like what green pants is? I shouldn't know that. (laughs) Right. You know, like we all collectively know these stupid things that humans have done. And we just decided this is knowledge that ought to pass on. No, we should stop. I'm sorry for any Everest heads out there. I just can't. I don't buy it. This happened near Green Bay, like I said. They were on a a Lake Michigan Bay, 
worst fucking fan base like the Packers fans oh Green Bay yeah yeah well, they can all just fucking shoot themselves in the face I don't know if they're the worst they're, they are actually pretty nice apparently to fans of opposing teams so there's that but are also they? yeah that's what I've heard I have actually never been to Green Bay but I lived in Wisconsin for six years the closest I came to Green Bay was I got lost driving to an Isley Brothers concert in Milwaukee. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I took a wrong turn and drove for like half an hour before I was like, fuck, I'm going to Green Bay. That's not where this shit's happening. <laughs> uh, beyond that, yeah, I'm not – I hate watching football in person for one thing. But also the idea of doing it in freezing cold, absolutely not. No. No, it doesn't appeal to me either. Like I wouldn't eat outside – in freezing cold weather. I'm certainly not going to watch an entire football game. No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. So <laughs> apparently the, the, this thing, this piece of ice got like a mile out <laughs> into Lake Michigan before. Well, time needed to pass for them to be saved. <laughs> We're not instant. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't an emergency. COVID's <laughs> happening right now. Right, so you imagine all these people, the dread is just intensifying every tick of this fucking clock, you know? God damn, that must have been terrifying. Are they no. going to save us? Yeah, of course they're going to save us. They're definitely going to save us, Daryl. Just... They had to have been drinking, like, hardcore. I think that's all people do when they go fishing. It just get blitzed. So I, think I don't would... think half of them yeah. noticed. I think that would be cooler heads prevailing. It's just like, we should just get drunk and just take ourselves out of decision-making processes entirely. <laughs> and just literally stay on the ice. Apparently, this is a thing that happens a lot to people who ice fish, which, again, you're you're asking for it. Yeah. Like, why? <laughs> I've, I've never understood the appeal of that. Like, why do you want to fish in just one spot? I, I think a lot of outdoor activities boil down to people wanting an excuse to binge drink without being yes. judged for it. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. it's tailgating. It's like they did yeah. a game atop a game. Why? Because they wanted to drink more. Also, they're all like horrifically inconvenient. Like, have you ever had people try to talk you into hunting? Oh, uh, yeah. We got to be up at 4 a.m.? Like, why? Why? <laughs> yeah, the, exactly. The one time I almost went hunting, me and my dad and a friend of his were going to go hunting in Illinois. And as we were driving, <clears throat> the weather got so bad that we were like, fuck it, we're just going to turn around or we're going to die on the roads. And looking back on it now, the thing we were going to hunt was wild boar. Fuck, the, that's dangerous. And here's the thing. That was the <laughs> 80s. They, they are winning since then. Like, yeah, this is like the formation of the team that, you know, takes you to the finals. Yeah. So I I maybe could have put it, put that rebellion down (laughs) if I had actually gone. You cowards. Yeah. (laughs) Fuck that. The stores. Go go buy the meat. Yeah. I mean, I've I've never. Yeah. Like I said, I've never been hunting. I did one time. I was at my grandmother's house as a child, as maybe 10. And my dad had bought me a BB gun at a garage sale. (laughs) And my grandmother's house had mice and I was watching TV and I saw a mouse run behind the TV and then run into the closet. And I was like, go time. I went and got my BB gun and I stood there waiting for this mouse to show its head. And it did literally that. It poked its head out from behind a vacuum cleaner hose and I fired a shot and I fucking hit it in the cheek and it died. And I saw its little tail like wag and then stop. 
and I was so fucking bummed out. Like I don't, I don't think I could go hunting. I was I felt so bad killing that mouse. It's but, like the wow. start of like the beginning of Jack Ryan. <laughs> it's got all the stuff necessary. Killing animals, good with guns, uh, kind of weakness under the surface. Was Jack yeah. Ryan an animal killer? I guess I, I don't not. know. He's <laughs> he's he's like a CIA, and he's like makes Machiavellian decisions with people's lives. Let's not throw off the table, sociopath. Yeah. That's, that's a very good point, yeah. Should we talk about, does anyone have any final thoughts on floating away from Wisconsin? <laughs> that sounds awesome. They could have gone to Canada. Yeah, Michigan, any, all sorts of possibilities. Chicago. I, I want to know the one guy who's like making shirts or something like that. Like he's, <laughs> he's just like, man, we could have utilized that time we're on the iceberg a little bit more. And they just didn't. No one talks about that story in the news. Yeah. What really blows my mind is this story kind of got some national attention when 34 people were rescued. This also happened in February of last year, and 66 people had to be rescued. And I don't think I heard shit about that. Right. Wow. Global warming. What did they learn? Well, no, of course not. Like, people are never going to stop ice fishing. Also, maybe those 66 people sucked. Everyone yeah. wants, maybe it was murder. Maybe it was like an attempted murder thing. <laughs> Just a very efficient murder. Now you're all wondering why I brought you specifically 66 people town, to this iceberg. Yeah, yeah, someone invites them all to the same fishing event, <laughs> and then they're floating away. It's like the ending of Four Brothers, if you saw Four Brothers. Oh, yeah, yeah. I did see yeah. Four Brothers. It was very good. It was good. <laughs> I liked it. I we saw all it in theaters. Four Brothers. You saw it in theaters. I sure it did. It was the same. Same That's the great. biggest flex. Oh, wow. I'm the odd man out on that. Uh, bonding over four brothers. Dude, it's good. It's we so need good. a fourth. <laughs> <laughs> so speaking of Wisconsin, you're not going to believe this, but they have a lot of historical sites that have indigenous slurs in their name. I know. Shocking. I know. <laughs> but it is true. There are 28 historical sites, roads, waterways, and other landmarks just with the word squaw in the name, which Mm. is an offensive term that uh, either people knew that when they were naming shit and just wanted to be assholes, or maybe they didn't know. But Wisconsin's doing the right thing. This is part of United States Secretary of the Interior Deb Halen's Derogatory Geographic Names Task Force which is a project to rename over 650 federal sites with slurs or derogatory words in the name. How do you join that task force? That sounds like a fucking fun-ass job. Why do they call it a task force? <laughs> like, why are they flexing so hard? They're like, geographic names. I don't know. Dude. That's not the takeaway from the story. I just find that hilarious, that name. Task yeah. force. They like, got laptops and shit. That's yeah, fucking awesome. They're hacking shit, you know? <laughs> yeah. Tracking down all those derogatory names. Like they're uh, going out yeah. into the country in vans like American pickers. Oh, I see one. Stop. Give them a flyer. I lived yeah. in Saudi Arabia and they had like people that would censor shit that they didn't like. So like magazines and shit. So, like, there were people's whole job to take a Sharpie to, like, a Maxim and just draw and just, like, cover up women's titties and stuff. And I was <laughs> that's like, dude, that sounds job. like a fucking awesome job. Because you know they're keeping some of it. Yeah, that's an amazing <laughs> job. So, this is a quote from Deb Haland. Racist terms have no place in our vernacular or on our federal lands. Our nation's lands and waters should be places to celebrate the outdoors and our shared cultural heritage 
not to perpetuate the legacies of oppression. That sounds about right. Unless you're a white supremacist. Right. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Like, what does Wisconsin got? You know, like uh, it's like well known for like cheese. Cheese. Yeah. Um, Just na- name name them all cheese bratwurst bingo yeah. bango yeah beer they like beer up there like yeah beer right? is a big thing in if you want Wisconsin. something culturally relevant you got stuff yeah you can do uh, I don't know I live there and I still don't know like what all the cultural touchstones are mm-hmm. I just know like bratwurst beer the Green Bay Packers if it'll give you diabetes then it's Coles yeah. is it Coles from there yes Coles is yeah. uh, <laughs> based out of Wisconsin, U.S. Yeah. Cellular. Everyone's familiar with U.S. Cellular, probably the seventh or eighth largest wireless carrier in the <laughs> Get out of Midwest. Town. <laughs> Get out of town. I used to work there. Great place to work. Oh, yeah. Good. Giannis Antetokounmpo. Yeah. Milwaukee Bucks. They just the won Milwaukee a, Bucks. a championship yeah. last year because Kyrie Irving didn't play in the playoffs. There's a lot of things going on there is what I'm saying. Me and my family just went and did the brewery tour. Oh, nice. Yeah. Like that was our, our thing when I, I don't know, I, this was back when I was like 20 something, early 20s. And I remember uh, we'd go to like the Miller and all the other ones oh, uh, yeah. and they, they would all talk about this. Like we got this like crazy technology. We spent millions of dollars developing this nozzle for an important part of the, uh, you know, the the process to make beer. And uh, we just go to this like local brewery, and it's clear that they got like those local breweries really have a chip on their shoulder about the big breweries because they're just like they talk over at Miller about these huge nozzles. Guess what we do? We just we just put it put a hose in a bucket. <laughs> and it's just like I don't know what it is that always to me that story always t- telegraphs Wisconsin to me it's like we're a little bit hicks but we're also you know kind of reasonable about it <laughs> yeah just on the surface I'm more comfortable yeah. with gigantic nozzles than a hose in a bucket yeah but I mean if we can put the R&D into it I feel like we should <laughs> it's probably why I don't drink craft beer too filling yeah. too filling So in case anyone's wondering why the term squaw is derogatory, this is councilwoman with the Oneida Nation, Jennifer Webster. This is her quote. Derogatory and racial slurs are nothing new to indigenous people. Historically and unfortunately, it puts native women in a negative light. I don't want my granddaughter to grow up and have someone call her a squaw. It's a racial slur. It's an ethnic slur. And it's a sexist slur. I didn't know people who said it, but it sounds reasonable to not say it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It feels old timey racism to me. That doesn't mean that it doesn't cut as deep as it, you know, does. But yeah. it's just like, I would never think to say that because that's like, that's like great grandpa racism, you know? Yeah. Like if someone called me a moon cricket, I'd be taken aback. Right. And <laughs> you'd be like, <laughs> really? Like, and then I'd be upset. I'd be like, what the, where'd what you the get fuck? your lingo? Right. But like, you duck you, deep. man. Yeah. Update your racism. Exactly. My God. So let's talk about some reasonable police. One one guy in general. Yes. This is uh, an, an Idaho sheriff pulled a gun on a church group who taped a thank yeah. you note to his door. And when I say church group, I mean it was a group of seven young girls, age 12 to 16. They made a bunch of hand outlined paper turkeys for Thanksgiving. Oh, and, and you don't wrote, know about these? 
No, I know what they are, but <laughs> oh, okay. I also know that by the age of 12, I wasn't doing that shit. That's like, what you guys, you guys did that shit? Like in kindergarten. Like kindergarten, yeah. I've never done this shit. You never? Yeah. You make an outline of your hand and it, it looks like a turkey. This is and the, then you say like gobble hand. gobble. Yeah, but we never gave it to anybody. Yeah, we never. I don't think we. I think we just gave it to people in class. Oh yeah, no, no we didn't go taping it to the sheriff. Something's door. going on with these <laughs> group of seven girls for sure. But that's not. I. I don't think that's the biggest part of the story, right? No, it's obviously not like the it, focus of the story. <laughs> right. But I also have but, some questions about I why they questions. were doing this. For right. these Girl Scouts, question mark? I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't have, like, wave a gun at them questions, but <laughs> yeah. certainly See, have some. We need the Breitbart version of this, where the girls were, like, Al-Qaeda operatives. And this was their way. Like, we need that right-wing version Hell of this. Yes. I'm confused. They were Antifa. Yeah. Who do I hate? Who do I hate? So, an adult chaperone, which also kind of blows my mind. I mean, I guess not, but 16... I feel like you could be out and be in charge of some 12 year olds. But I mean, in Idaho, like, can't you like pay extra 50 bucks, get some militia protection while you're out there or something? Idaho's wild. So there's yeah, people it, with guns out there, Adam. <laughs> so many guns. Yeah. That's where most of our guns are, I think. Right. Definitely. So what they would do is they would tape these turkeys to the door, ring the doorbell and run away so that the person discovering the note would be surprised, which I'd be surprised just if a group of 12 to 16 year old girls rang my doorbell. That would all like, even without the vanishing thing, I'd be like, what the fuck is this? (laughs) But they fled after ringing the doorbell. And when they got to this guy's house, they were bringing a note for Lisa Rowland, the wife of the sheriff of this town whose name I apparently did not put in the notes. Craig. Craig. You didn't have to Craig. give a whole government. It's fine. Yeah. Craig Roland. They taped the note to the Roland's door, ring the bell, run away. And uh, upon hearing his screen door opening, Craig Roland grabs his gun, goes outside in his long johns and starts threatening these girls with his gun. And they initially thought he was joking. Such is the state of affairs in Idaho that an old man can come charging at you with a gun. And for a second, you're like, is he joking? Is this for real? We (laughs) should, this is a joke, right? But, uh, it was, it was not a joke. He approached the car, pointed his gun at two of the girls and then pointed it at the chaperone, Chelsea Cox, grabbed her by the hair and demanded that she get out of the car, held the gun to her head and said, I will fucking shoot you. What did he think was Dude, happening? This sounds like a fucking awesome, like, Clint Eastwood movie. Like This is means, a Clint Eastwood movie. This is a Clint Eastwood movie. Yeah. Yeah. This is horrifying. The, the thing about it, he claims he only had one alcoholic beverage <clears throat> that Wait, night. So he's saying, like, I'm, like, fairly sober for this. <laughs> yeah. Which makes it sound worse. I don't know if he <laughs> understands that or not. I don't know how that's a defense or an indictment. Yeah, I'm not you, sure exactly what's going on there. You want this to have been a drunken decision, not a sober yes. decision. But yeah. yes. it was not. He's and like, I meant to do this. I don't know if I believe him, though. Is this some NIMBY shit? 
It's just like I don't like people on my property. <laughs> like, what is this? He was so what? drunk they looked like wind farm <laughs> yeah, exactly. mills. <laughs> just like you, you represent something to me now. Uh, yeah, what what is going on in this person's brain? Well, it seems like we've gotten all understand. the shocking details out of the way. Sure, but th- then we have this quote from Craig Rowland that we we can end this story on. This was his excuse for why he did this. I've been doing this job for 36 years. I've had drunk Indians drive down my cul-de-sac. I've had drunk Indians come to my door. I live just off the reservation. We have a lot of reservation people around us that are not good people. There it is. That explains it. (laughs) There it all is. Turns out, if you can believe it, the sheriff of this small Idaho town is kind of an abhorrent racist. Mm. You should call the task force from the second story on him. <laughs> we need that task force to come shut this guy down. Shut him down. Yeah, they show up like <laughs> Munich, blow up his house. <laughs> I like how you told that one, too. Hey. A little zinger at the end, you know? <laughs> little racist zinger, that's what you get here at Unpops. Little Shyamalan <laughs> twist. Yeah. All right, let's talk about Texas now. Let's mess with Texas, <laughs> if you know what I mean. This happened in East Texas, Texarkana, to be exact. Anyone ever been? Yes. No. Have you really? Yes, I have. When I was driving across America, we stopped in Texarkana for oh. like lunch, and they had the cheapest and biggest chicken tenders I've ever had in my life. They were like whole breasts. They lasted me like four days. These shits were unreal. Like, love Texarkana. Sounds great, now that you put it that way. Yeah, dude. It was like four bucks for like eight tenders, and they were all just breasts. Everybody there was morbidly obese. It makes sense. Well, speaking of reasonably priced food in Texarkana, (laughs) Texas, recently residents were treated to a very interesting phenomenon when uh, fish started raining down from the sky in Texarkana, Texas. This is a thing we know happens. They have an explanation for why it happened. Like fish or frogs or whatever plague God decides to send your way. They all gather in a body of water and then there's something called a water spout, which is exactly what it sounds like. It just shoots shit into the air from the water. And that's how you get uh, frogs or fish splattered on your windshield. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Simple fluid dynamics right there. A guy heard thunder. He looked outside and... uh, Saw that it was just raining fish on the ground. That would, it would still freak me out for at least a second. I would think, I mean, maybe it's just because of my upbringing. I would think for a split second, I probably immediately dismiss it. But I think for a second, like, am I the second coming of Jesus? (laughs) You know? Yeah, I think that would be a person's natural inclination. Good. Okay. To wonder that right up top. Yeah. Some watchman type shit. (laughs) This seems dangerous because fish are often kind of heavy. Like I imagine these fish vary in size. It's got to be like the small fish though, right? These aren't like huge. (laughs) Throwing a 75 pound tuna in the air. (laughs) Just fuck you. No, but like you haven't gotten hit by like hail. Like that shit sucks. That's true. But even even hail gets bigger. As yeah. it gets closer to the ground, right? Because, like, the rainwater is collecting and cooling at the same time. Yeah. But a fish doesn't have that property from what, what I understand. 
but maybe this maybe this tornado is like strong enough. I don't know. Just the limited things I know about fish flying in the air. <laughs> yeah, I've I've been caught in hail. I got caught in hail one time when I was driving on the highway, and it was like not quite golf ball size, but it was pretty big. It was at least like quarter size or something. Yeah. Mm. And all I could do was pull over and hope my windshield didn't shatter because I would have just got beat to death by hail in the front seat of my car. Right. But never any fish. No, now you got trouts, just trouts falling on you. This shit sucks. Yeah. And delicious, though. (laughs) I would catch a few. Yeah. Yeah. Just (laughs) get a bucket. Like, let's go. (laughs) That's fucking awesome. Yeah, there's also that Paul Thomas Anderson movie, Magnolia, that ends with all the frogs falling. And none of those people, now I'm realizing what I said earlier may have been a little loaded, you know, like because uh, no no one in that movie goes like, I might be the son of God because I see all these frogs or something. But that's like biblical, right? This is all biblical is the point. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's a plague. When frogs start raining down from the sky. And even if science can explain it, it doesn't mean you're not going to hell if you're there when it happens. You got Uh, like an elementary school, right? Watching this, right? Yes. And my wonder, here's my thought. How much, how many of those kids do you think legitimately believe like I witnessed like a kind of miracle? Yeah, I don't know. That that one happened in 2017 when a bunch right. of elementary kids saw it. This one just happened recently. But yeah, it happened not too long ago. I don't know what I would think if I was a kid right. seeing that. Dude, I think it's a miracle now. Like, I've never heard of water spell <laughs> until then. Like, what do you mean? If I was a kid, I'd be losing my fucking mind. Right. It'd be the, I'd bring it up at every fucking party forever. <laughs> You'd just be known as the kid who just talks about... Yeah. This one time you saw fish cut falling from the sky. You... That would be on like my Tinder bios. <laughs> like it'd be it'd be everywhere. Yeah. I would not stop talking about it. Do you know what they call it when a bunch of fish or other animals start raining down from the sky? It's Anyone? gotta be flying school. It's called animal rain. Animal rain. Oh. Yeah, yeah. It's one of those. Uh, the, the answer can't be that easy kind of questions, but yeah, you, it sure you, is. You got me. There's animal rain, there's water rain, <laughs> there's rain. acid rain, there's all sorts of types of rain. Just meat rain. <laughs> sounds, sounds so awesome, man. It does. I, like, I want it to happen at like a restaurant. Like shoot a bunch of like frozen steaks Hell up yeah. into the air. I'll catch yes. those, put them in my freezer. <laughs> let's go. Let's go to this restaurant. Get get it nice and rainy in here. Yeah. Why can't there be a water spout under an outback? That would be places exotic. Yeah. What the fuck? We're in East Texas. We can do what we want. Let's talk about another Texas story. This is mm-hmm. shitty. I've been sitting on this since November because it it just made my wow. It made my blood boil since. The time I read it, a Texas youth football league team was kicked out of the league playoffs because they were too good, which historically is the exact opposite of how playoffs work. (laughs) Normally, if you're too good, you just win all the games and you celebrate your championship. There's a prize. Yeah. Yeah. That did not happen in this case. Team was called the Flower Mound Rebels. They are a Texas youth football team made up of seven and eight year olds. So we're not even talking like high stakes 
Texas youth football. This is seven and eight-year-olds. They had a perfect record. They were dominating the other teams in the league. The first seven of games of the season, they outscored their opponents 199 to six. That's not even like we're the best team. That is like they're they're destroying these children. Dude, are they coached by that guy who's like a high school coach, but he never punts? <laughs> Right. Right. Only onside kicks. There could be a strategy like they're moneyballing this shit. Yeah, the, no, this guy was this guy was on real sports because he was like, I don't fucking. Kick. He's like, I only do onside kicks and I never fucking punt mm-hmm. because like you're not gonna fucking stop me. And right. like hi, the high school was like banned him, so it could be the same guy. Right. <laughs> yeah, man. man. The the thing about that, you're like probably making a really successful team that is not going to be prepared to play football at any other level because <laughs> right. all they know is recovering onside kicks. They're getting a hell of a different story from like the Friday Night Lights kids. <laughs> Are they actually seven, eight year olds though? Like, don't you remember like months ago when they had that team of adults on ESPN? Uh, right. Like the high yeah. school team. You remember that? Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. It could be the same guys too. <laughs> yeah. They just, just enormous eight-year-olds and it's just like show me the birth certificate <laughs> here's the thing six the number being six in terms of like the uh the points scored against that suspiciously feels like two field goals to me sure. which is even more dominant right it's not like one team just got one off it's like they couldn't get close to the goal line and two kids had the best day ever Two yeah. kickers, you know? Yeah, I, I super duper doubt that it was a touchdown and a missed right. extra point. Do they even kick extra points in Oh, football? I don't even know. if. Yeah, I didn't even yeah. think about that. This had a lot to do with COVID. They joined the league because the league they were in had COVID issues. But even then, just don't let them in. Don't let them in the league. Just tell them no. Dude, yeah. I grew up in Maryland, like, and I went to, like, a rival high school to, like, Kevin Durant's when he was in high school. <clears throat> mm-hmm. And so he was dropping hundreds of points every game on people, and mm-hmm. nobody kicked him out. Like, he was celebrated. Yeah. They should do the They're same like, shit to these kids. He's going to the NBA. That Are absolutely they the happens. black team? They could be the black team in white Texas. <laughs> like, that is a good question, yeah. It's a good question. Which I'm sure would have played no part in them getting kicked out. Uh, right. <laughs> that would have played out and scanned for the PR for that school <laughs> yeah. just yeah. fine. Not in Texas. Not in Texas. No. That's true. It's Texas. Who knows? This is a quote from Vice President of the Keller Youth Association, which is a real job, Rhett Taylor. And he said the decision to kick him out was about fairness. This is a quote. If I let them play in the playoffs in the Super Bowl against Keller teams, I'm going to have a problem from the Keller parents. That actually does not sound like it's about fairness. That just sounds like not wanting parents uh, who are embarrassed by their kids fucking inadequacies at Texas football. Right. Do you know how sports work? Is that (laughs) my question to parents? You know, I kind of like I don't agree with their approach and what they did, but I get where right. these parents are coming from, like totally from their own standpoint, because football is so big in Texas. Right. And I'm sure a lot of people have kids thinking my kid's going to be one of those. He's going to be right. a, f- a football player. And then you get your kid in this league very early so you can see that talent develop. And then this one team comes along and wrecks that fucking dream forever. I wonder, it's like, well, your kid's never going to be them. So you might as well give up I wonder if this now. is like districting or something. Yeah, you know? I don't know. 
I mean, it seems like they just kicked him out for not being good or for being too good. Too being too good. You know, my favorite type of video in on the internet is usually it's like an NBA player's like they have children's camps, you know, for kids. Yeah. It's like DeMarcus Cousins or like Carl Anthony Towns playing defense on an eight year old and he just packs the shit out of him, just like <laughs> sends him into a new dimension and then flexes that camera as if it was the greatest thing he's ever done. I feel like that's where these kids must have felt for just one year and then they just got told you can't ever be a part of a good team ever again. Like, I, these are impressionable use, man. <laughs> yeah, this is going to have an impact. Yeah. going to make them bitter. If they are the black team, it's not going to do anything for those relations in these sure. kids' lives. They're certainly yeah, but... not going to look on white people glowingly after this. Right. But, like, they kicked out – this guy kicked out a team to avoid, like, one bad interaction with parents. You know what I mean? Yeah, and here's the thing. As far as we know, yeah. Fuck parents. They're not – Exactly. They're not running this football league. Yeah. Yeah. Once you start listening to the fans, you sit with the fans. That is a famous sports saying, uh, mostly about, like, managers and GMs. It's also about shared guilt and shared grief. Yeah. It sounds like something the Million Dollar Man would say mm-hmm. back in the 80s and 90s. Yeah, it That's refers exactly to right. shit like Bears fans being like, play Justin Fields right away. Mm. Should not have done that. Now he's got broken ribs forever, probably. <laughs> the Lions. The Lions. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I want a Little Rascals movie made about this. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if they're the good guys or the bad guys, but, uh, you it, know. It'd be funny if Bad News Bears ended like this. They just got fucking kicked out of the league before they could accomplish anything. You've reached for greatness only to be squashed by the superior team. What about just just be better? Like, I don't know, man. Yeah. I I played sports my whole life. Like, we lost. We were never like, that team's too good. They should be out of here. That's not going to get better. Right. Yeah. Like, use this to to fuel your competitive fire going forward and maybe your, your desire to get better. Like, imagine how different Michael Jordan's story would be if he was like, I didn't even make the varsity team as a freshman. So I called my dad and he went to the school and gave them a talking to. And then I was varsity after that. If he does that, is he even betting that security guard in the last dance who can throw quarters closer to the wall? Like We miss out on so much Michael Jordan shit if things go that way. And I'm worried about that with these these kids, too. I mean, none of these kids are going to become professional athletes, the ones who were getting beat 199 to 6. So, unfounded It's over for them. uh, They're dead on arrival, these kids. That's out of seven (laughs) games, though, right? Yeah, seven games. But who knows how long the the league is. No, but it's only like, what, it's like 20 to 0 or like that's 25 to 0. You know what I mean? It's like not even like, what that, is that average per yeah. game. Yeah, that's not too bad. No, it's not it's too bad. Like it's 20 like, to 30. Yeah. yeah. It's a defense. Uh, it's kind of, yeah, I do like the idea that this is all like Slumdog Millionaire a little bit and they just had the perfect season. <laughs> like they aren't even that good. They just like all the things just add up at the perfect moment. They're like, we're not that good. He was going through a lot of shit and we like got in <laughs> in the locker room. We talked to him and he like had a surge of greatness. <laughs> yeah, who knows? Uh, I hope those kids won a championship somewhere. I would have celebrated yeah. like I won the championship anyway. I would have printed up belts or something. <laughs> Let's talk yeah. about another Texas story. This is a thing I did not know happened. 
Uh, a woman sued a Dallas aquarium after her son was attacked by a giant otter. And before we get into the details, I should say, in this otter's defense, the kid was right there. Like, he was right there for the scratching. So the otter yeah. scratched him. Like, what are you going to do? Uh, Stacy and Ryan Williams, they took their 18-month-old son, Nathan, and his older brother, Zachary, to the Dallas World Aquarium at the otter exhibit while Ryan was holding Nathan next to the enclosures. One of the otters scratched him, left three deep gouges, required 12 stitches, and after he was released from the hospital, the wound got infected. So he had to go back, took three months to heal, left him with a bunch of scars. Here's the question. Mm -hmm. How close was he to that enclosure? And why was dad holding him that close to it? Sweet release, man. Just sweet release. (laughs) He has to be like over it right like his body has to be over it to get scratch like that yeah it would have to be i mean apparently this has happened a few times at this aquarium because these otters can get up above the plexiglass but also it sounds adorable it does it sounds very cute very cute yeah. <laughs> and i i i wonder if it's so much them scratching as them just like jumping up because someone's right there mm-hmm. and they're like too stupid to fucking stick the landing so they just scratch an 18 month old kid right i i feel like if we're gonna take animals and capture them for our amusement once you enter that space as a human you waive all your rights to what happened you know what i mean a little bit yeah it's on you man that could happen like you shouldn't have like we took them shit can go down I wonder if there was any kind of warning posted, though, because I personally did not know otters like to fuck people up sometimes. <laughs> I just assume it's, you know, you're also taking a wild animal, putting him in captivity. Who knows what they're going to do? They're probably going to lash out. I mean, that makes sense. I can imagine if you put me in a habitat, I'd probably lash out too. <laughs> stab some kids yeah. with my claws that I make. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> fucking up the first 18-month-old I see. You yeah. put me in. You know, I'm more interested in just like how casual this article goes through the phrase giant otter. <laughs> Like, I don't know. I've never seen one. I loved otters as a kid. I was like spirit animal. And you can imagine that when I got that Patronus on my Harry Potter shit, I was all about it. But like, (laughs) so I'm team otter, but I I didn't know there's giant otters. And that sounds horrifying. That sounds awesome. I mean, they'd be really cute. Yeah. But like. Get to hold hold their hands and shit. They're little bears already. They're like little tiny tanks. And yeah. then you're to upsize that. It's like now we're talking like this is dangerous. So I could see it. I could yeah, see how, it. How big is a giant otter? Because right. if, if it's like three or four feet tall, that's going to be cute. But if it's like six, seven <laughs> yeah, exactly. ass biceps, I don't want that. <laughs> and what is this aquarium on. doing? <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs> on multiple. How did they just breed these giant otters? <laughs> Dude, I want one now. I got a pool in the back. I can get my fucking big-ass otter in there. <laughs> yeah. That'd be sick. That's all an otter needs is a pool, if <laughs> judging from every zoo in America is accurate. Yeah. See, but you can swim with them, too. Like you can pay, like, 300 bucks and go swim with them in, like, San Diego. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so you, they got trained otters. 
maybe it's just the giant otters that are violent. It's their progression toward melding with humans <laughs> right. that they've taken on our mentality, and pretty soon they'll take on our, our physical actually, characteristics. We're actually starting to see like the, the beginnings, like he marked them for death, <laughs> like the child. <laughs> like, we're seeing the progression of like an otter religion. Dude, yeah, giant otter can get up to six feet tall. Nope. Dude, nope. Mm-mm. Get get the fuck no, out. Not no, that cute. Is a, that is a Final Fantasy monster. Do they wear cute yeah. clothes? Because if not, I'm hard pass. <laughs> no, Do they have they a just... top hat? <laughs> <laughs> Do they dance? I need to know all of these things. Yeah, that's a little too big for an otter. It's too big. I don't. I don't think we need that. Yeah, that, those are the ones that are probably just violent. Like they're they're almost people now. So, oh my god! Yeah. They even they even look mean. Yeah, no. No, thank you. Yeah, I don't like any of that. So, hey, be careful when there's uh, giant otters nearby, everybody. (laughs) Stay safe. Another thing we have to fear. Jot it down. So let's talk about a couple more stories. Some of these we'll, we'll get through pretty quick. This next one, speaking of wild fucking animals, the LAPD used uh, strategic communications firms to track defund the police movement online. This is one of those things that uh, it's information we need to know, but no one should be surprised by this. No, no. These goons. These fucking goons. They were gonna track defund the police movements online no matter what. This was just them testing a fun new way to do it, which was outsource it to someone else, which fuck those people too. They used a social media monitoring software called ABT Shield only for a month to track and collect millions of tweets. Just get the numbers. Including tens of thousands related to Black Lives Matter and defund the police. So that's cool. Yeah. The LAPD is, they're always watching in so many ways. Like the license plate cameras that we have all over the place. Those are nuts. They're doing shit like this. As if, like, the Postal Inspection Service is already spy. I thought that's what they were supposed to be doing. Like, that that story just came out. But I guess the LAPD's doing it, too. Well, I saw, like, a lot of stories about, like, a lot of activists that were, like, randomly getting arrested. Just based on, like, the social media patterns and, like, how they moved. Mm-hmm. And be like, yeah. oh, I was, I was at a Costco and I got arrested by the cops. Like, and this is why. Like, they're always on your ass. This is why I didn't go to any protests I fucking, I was like, dude, I'm not going to have them on my ass. Yeah, I didn't go to any protests, but I put out a bunch of public podcasts about how we should defund the police. That feels like enough. I was on them too. Yeah, I I probably dragged you down with me, so you've been looked into. (laughs) I mean, you were looked into before this. Let's let's be honest. But uh, again, so that file gets a little bit thicker on all of us. (laughs) So, yeah, the LAPD did not respond to requests for comments <laughs> about this, not. if you can believe that. They don't comment on anything. There was that huge report about how there's all these gangs in the L.A. Sheriff's Department. Mm-hmm. And they asked the head of the L.A. Sheriff's Department. And he was like, no, there's not. And that's <laughs> it. He's like, he's never addressed it beyond that. And I love that the LAPD not. is also like under our self-examination and our self-evaluation. We have determined that. Uh, there will be no comment, you know, like just the idea that they're really just setting their own goalposts at this point and they don't care. Yeah. It's on both sides. It's literally like you mentioned, you know, the the monitoring software and stuff like that. It's just like 
man, they're they're gonna do they're gonna hit you from all sides. You know, it's just every every single thing that you try to do, they're gonna try to clamp down on it just so that they seem like the heroes in this. Yeah, and I'm uncomfortable with how much the word misinformation comes up when they're talking about right. why they use this. Because you're talking about defund the police. You need to be a little more specific when you're telling me what misinformation people are spreading. Is it misinformation or are they just opinions that are contrary to your opinions? So you think they're misinformation. Also, they're coming out like with news stories being like, L.A.'s like the purge. We don't have enough cops. And it's like, dude, crime really hasn't risen. (laughs) Like, I don't know. You're just like making up shit so you can scare people mm-hmm. that aren't paying attention but like mm-hmm. you're not giving us any actual like stats and figures well it's just it's crazy to me that every time it almost seems like soundbite wisdom which we i usually disregard just because you know for obvious reasons that it you know tries to oversimplify things whenever i see stuff like that and i'm just like man com- committee of public information or like go watch fucking brazil are you kidding me like it's just Like, this shit makes me want to riot, you know? It's just like, you don't get to determine that. You just don't. Like, that's how are we all okay with this? It's just, it's insane. The LAPD is such, God, I don't know. They're like a military. They're almost more. They're so enormous. Than a police force. They're like an intelligence agency because. Dude, they get like $6 billion a year. Yeah. And their city is huge. It's like a silly city to try to govern in that way so that they just they just reach for the sky in terms of funding and they get it because we buy into the system i guess collectively what is what there's more people in la county than there are like in maryland right yeah exactly <laughs> that's crazy yeah, yeah and it like i i can't imagine the police even have time to arrest people for like petty shit no they they don't i mean again i i've worked in the security industry oh, yeah and, like, whenever I sell a system, they're like, well, how quick can the cops get here? And it's like, dude, they would be here. It takes them, like, two hours to respond to a burglary if there's no one on site and mm-hmm. your alarm's going off. And if someone's on site, like, someone has to be pointing a gun at you for them to show up within, like, five minutes. Right, yeah. Like they just have such a hierarchy of how they operate. Yeah. That, like, if it's if it's potential murder, they unless it's potential murder, they don't give a fuck. So it's like... They really aren't doing too much. Yeah, oh, they, they want to be Judge Dredd so bad. <laughs> yeah, you call them for a burglary. They're going to be like, ah, oh, there is a rap concert in town. It's all hands on deck following it's Chief Keith right now. We uh, cannot respond to your crimes. I'm already suited up. <laughs> no, you're, you're right. Cause I, mean, I had my car broken into and I was like, when are you guys going to get here? And they're like, in like six hours, we got other shit to do. I was like, all right, like, and again, I've just had customers that have been like, my store's gotten broken into overnight. Cops never showed up. Like, what the fuck? And I'm like, that's on them. Like, I don't know what to tell you. All right, let's talk about, uh, actually, let's talk about another LAPD story first. Then we'll end on the Trump (laughs) story, because this one's quick. Uh, In April 2017, two LAPD officers, Louis Lozano and Eric Mitchell, ignored a robbery in progress at a Southwest L.A. Macy's because they wanted to go play Pokemon Go instead. To their credit, it does seem like there were some pretty rare Pokemon out that night. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That was the height of Pokemon Go, 2017. Yeah, seems like an eternity ago. They heard the call about this robbery and they ignored it because they were trying to catch a Snorlax. Anyone know what that is? I have no idea. Yes, Uh, kind of. 
Yeah. It's a sleep Pokemon that puts you to sleep. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's what you want. The key is in the names of Pokemon, Adam. (laughs) Oh, that makes sense. Okay. So what's a togetic? Uh, (laughs) It's got a bringing things together, I, I assume. Yeah, it's probably the magnetic one. Yeah, togetic. Oh, that yeah, makes sense. Yeah, 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 there you go. They captured the Snorlax, in case anyone at home was worried. <sighs> and, and then they start talking about how there's a togetic nearby. And this is all caught on their dash cam, by the way. Yeah. So I don't know if they were, like, sitting on the hood of the car, like McNulty in the wire, or what the fuck. But everything they say is caught on dash cam. And it's just full of, of wild quotes from both of them while they're out Pokemon hunting. One quote from Eric Mitchell. Holy crap, man. This thing is fighting the crap out of me. I hate people who say crap. I hate it so much. Really? It's the yeah, worst. It drives, yeah, that word drives me insane. What's wrong with the word crap? Well, for one thing, you're LAPD and you're out in the world. Just say shit. Yeah. Who are you saving it for? Whose ears are you protecting? The Snorlax? The Lords. Yeah. It's, it's weird how it took them like five years to finally get fired, but you know they wouldn't have gotten fired for like killing a black person. Oh, no, of course not. The department would have rallied around them in that case. One of the other things that comes up in this article, I didn't know this about the Togetic, but it is a Pokemon that can sense the kindness in other people, which I think explains why it was fighting this LAPD cop (laughs) so hard, because there was very little kindness to be found in the LAPD. So, of course, you're not going to catch the Togetic, you cocky son of a bitch. (laughs) All right. So the first thing I thought of when I read this is, you know, I should have been thinking about everything you said, (laughs) but I couldn't stop thinking that I bet those cops like are absolutely amazing at Pokemon Go. Like (laughs) if they're doing it at their job, if we know this information, they basically got a cheat code to that game because it's all it's about getting to different spots quickly and monitoring your surroundings. I don't know, man. These cops are probably really good at Pokemon Go. So it doesn't (laughs) I'm not saying anything about their actions. I just think it's funny. But everybody was super into it like in 2017. Have you met someone who played Pokemon Go like recently? Good Lord, no. No. You're like, you're a fucking psycho. I think someone like, said, like, I'm going to play Pokemon Go, like, maybe a year and a half ago. Like, during, like, yeah. And that was too recent. I was like, really? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah. There, there is some other Pokemon-related news floating around out there. I don't remember. Let me Google it just to make it The sure. Jake Paul one? Yeah. We got scammed at a 3.5 mil for buying, like, Pokemon we cards? We bought an unopened box of the the first series of pokemon cards and it turned out that it was just packs of hockey cards inside (laughs) it hell yeah i i do like though i saw a picture of him uh, they were talking about how he how much he's into pokemon and apparently during one of his fights the yes he came to the ring wearing a chain that had a graded pokemon charizard card yeah, he bought that on for a million dollars. He wore yeah. that when he fought Floyd. That's good. That's funny. I like that. Good use. I I love it. Like, I don't know. I collect comic books. Like, I'm looking at, like, a wall of comic books in front of me. Like, I can't judge the guy. Yeah. That's fair. I mean... If I had, you, if I had that much money, I'd do the same shit. Yeah, if you had, like, fuck you money, you'd just do what you wanted to do. So, that's what he yeah. wants to do. I guess that ain't hurting anyone. I just think it's, like, a useless thing. But that's just my thing. Well, I'm just a dick. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> his guy, he had, he has a guy who like hunts out Pokemon cards, and they found this on eBay. So like, right. why on earth would you do that? Like, you can't verify eBay shit. Oh yeah. And, you know what I mean? And eBay usually, like, once you sell that, you can just fucking drop your account and roll out. Like, it's done. No refunds. <clears throat> fuck. It's because he's probably trying to generate content, and he's like, he's gotten to the point that he's so rich, probably, that he doesn't even care about if he lost that. It would still be a story. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, he could, he could find a way to make money from whatever happens by him buying an eBay thing. But I don't know. Maybe he's not that as... Uh, Maybe he's not thinking in terms of galaxy mind like that, but I think a lot of those YouTubers are smart in that way. Uh, yeah. He definitely knows what his brand is, that's for sure. Yeah, he's definitely good at making money. That's for right. Damn yeah. sure. God, he's rich. He can mm. just go fight some bum and make like 10 mil. Yeah. Fucking asshole. <laughs> Working hard and doing things and getting money <laughs> for it. Fucking asshole. Fucking piece of shit. All right, let's talk about this last story it's it's related to donald trump former president of the united states in case people forgot uh, or current president of the united states depending on what side of the political aisle you fall on a new york man was charged with threatening to kill trump and this is just one of those things that you got to keep under your hat under most circumstances you can't be like you know what i want to do kill the president like I, i've had to edit so much of that out of podcasts where people get worked up and they're like i hope all of these people die and it's like man really? are you trying to get visited by the secret service like i know people have been visited by the secret service right. for yeah, shit yeah. like that and i don't want to be so no. i always edit shit like that out and now the secret service is probably going to show up and be like what did you edit out <laughs> and I'm going to be like, don't Give trample on my rights. <laughs> and I'll get black bagged and sent to Guantanamo. You're right. Yep. I'll see you there. This was a little different, though. This wasn't someone just saying something rash yeah. on a podcast and getting asked questions about it. This dude, he called. He called the Secret Service. First of all, how do you call the Secret Service? To Is tell it? your opponent that you're coming. I'm going to yeah. Google Secret Service phone number right now. Did he get the phone number from, like, the front of, like, UFC pay-per-views? Where it's like, if you fucking steal it, call this number. You know what I mean? Like, if you know yeah. someone's stealing these pay-per-views, call you this number. You the service menu. No, I need the <laughs> Secret Service menu. <laughs> well, sure enough, if you uh, yeah. type in Secret Service phone number, it comes up. It's less, not, not very secret, is it? No. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, if it, so, yeah, if anyone wants to call, it says counterfeit notes should not be sent to this address. Counterfeit, like, dollars? Is that what the, does the Secret Service investigate? Have a problem then? Counterfeiting? Probably, yeah, yeah maybe they do. I can see that. Right. I think people are just like, I want to give you counterfeit money. <laughs> and they just have a problem with that. Please. But, t- real money you can send the Secret Service. Send, yeah, exactly. Very low. But we're just not well paid. Knee deep in this counterfeit money. <laughs> this is like height of like white arrogance is so like more so than the ice fisherman is like yo i'm gonna call the secret service <laughs> tell you i'm gonna fuck up your president and then you ain't gonna do shit I mean, it is like, the, <laughs> it's so weird i love i love to see that there's maniacs on both sides uh or just not even sides just in all directions just yeah, because yeah. it's like this is exact type of thinking that went into like January 6th, right? Like, it was just like, we're going to do it the right way. Really? That's like the right way to you. 
this is insane. Yeah, it also kind of reminds me of that woman who was at the Capitol riot and posted on social media and was like, I'm not going to get arrested. I'm white. I was exercising my freedom of speech. Uh, and she's going to prison. Now. Yeah. Uh, well, that's good. Yeah. The, so he calls the Secret Service. Ring, ring. Hello. Secret Service. And tells them that Trump lost the election. And if he refuses to leave office, he would, quote, acquire weapons and take him down. And then he called back and said, oh, yeah, that's a threat. Come and arrest me. And here's the I thing. They, he, they still didn't arrest him. I bet he thought he was so cool. Like, he's <laughs> they, like I'm going to acquire weapons and take you down. <laughs> yeah. Come and arrest me. It's just, uh, it's wonderful. He thinks he's Batman. This is Batman we're talking about. This this sounds like just an episode of like Crank Yankers. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> when they got like Tracy Morgan's character, but come and arrest me. Like, <laughs> yeah. What, what are you going to do? This is ridiculous. Uh, it's like when you watch those fight videos and you see someone being like, fucking hit me. What the fuck do I do? Yeah. And then they get knocked out instantaneously. <laughs> right, right. It's the, uh, it, what what is it? The meme at this point. It's like, what are you going to stab me? Man stab. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, I'm certainly not a Trump supporter, but this is still a little funny. This like, is hilarious. I don't care who this happens to. Like, if you repeatedly call the Secret Service and you're like, come do something. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, I've only gotten in one actual fight in my entire life. And it happened in part because I was talking shit about my ex-girlfriend's new boyfriend. And I was like, I'll kick his ass. I didn't mean it. I didn't care. Right. I was like right. 15. I didn't care if this girl broke up with me. But then at one point I was on the phone with her and he grabbed the phone and was like, I heard you were going to kick my ass. And I was like, well, I fucking have to now. Like <laughs> this guy could have left it at one call and been like fucking pussy ass secret service. <laughs> yeah. They know better than like, to fuck with me. Yeah. yeah. But no, he kept calling uh, in he one call on December Doubling 2nd. down every time. <laughs> they didn't hear me. La I, I need to speak louder now. This time it will change everything. Do you think he was just drunk? Like he was just drunk dialed his secret service yeah. constantly? I, I blame this on the, the Amazon Kindle because <laughs> in the olden days, he would have just cut letters out of magazines and taped them to a piece of paper and mailed that right. to the secret service. But who's got magazines anymore? Like mm -hmm. you can't really do that. So now you just got to call. You got to like, like it's, That's like reaching it's out. still way back in the day. Who's calling? But you can't text the Secret Service, I don't think. So uh, when he called and on... Yes, you can. <laughs> probably, just, yeah. yeah. probably. They text me right now. Yeah, what yeah. do you need? So his call on December 2nd, 2021, to the Secret Service, he said, the new civil war could break out and taking up arms against the government is justified when ballots don't matter. Is he sure he's mad at Trump? Right, because yeah. That sounds like something the Capitol rioters would have said. Here's the thing. When someone who really goes this far says something like that, I do go like, he's, he's spitting a little bit of truth. <laughs> There's a little bit of truth here, right? You know, like he's doing something like it's obvious that his uh, his agenda has gone so far that that's why I, la I label him a, a lunatic. But it's always funny to see like more just reasons. I don't know. I don't think he's wrong about this. <laughs> 
It also seems systemic, which is, I think, what you're kind of trying to say. It's not aimed at Trump. It's like aimed at a broken system, right? Right. But the threats were aimed. The at threats. Trump. Yes. Yes. And also, I mean, twelve unnamed members of Congress who he believes supported Trump. He referred to them as Trump's twelve monkeys. Well, you know, and that's Jesus. where I, 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 I get off the train and I uh, walk <laughs> down. I just, I, I I'm gone. How long until this guy is like the face of Antifa? Yeah. I mean, you know the, what I mean? The right will make him the <sighs> face of Antifa, if nothing else. Yeah. Like, they'll, they'll pretend that's what he represents. And here's yeah. the thing I don't, I mean, I think most people at some point in our lives have been like, I want to murder that person. Like, not even the president, just like someone in your life. Yeah, sure. Like, yeah. there have been people that I've been like, I'd love to murder them. But you you don't act on it, and you also don't, like, ring them up and be like, hey, I wouldn't mind murdering you. I think that would be – that's something I'm going to do. So just be bolo. Be on the lookout for be that, on the lookout, you know? Yeah. And, uh, like, I don't know. Have you, have you gotten death threats before? You must have gotten death threats. I've gotten – yeah, but I, ugh, I don't take any of that shit seriously. Like, if you're just emailing me, like, that's lazy. You – you're gonna you're gonna have to try better to get my attention. Yeah. yeah, I had a guy that would text me about how much he's gonna kill me. Oh, yeah, yeah. But like he, yeah, but he also put like emojis in it. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, dude, I was like, if you want to kill me, like here's where I'm at. But like, don't use emojis. Like fucking, I don't care about the skull devil emoji. He's not gonna fucking. <laughs> he cares about brevity, you know. He's like, I'm gonna fuck you up, skull devil emoji, <laughs> frowny face. LOL. Yeah. <laughs> All right, like, all right, man, you can try. Like, I'm depressed. Like, it's fine. So, is this guy right that there's a reward of three hundred and fifty thousand dollars for killing Trump? I think that's I incorrect. Also, I think that's incorrect. I just don't know what this guy's politics are. Yeah, it's very confusing. It's it's too it smacks too much of like a libertarians, like a group of libertarians, where it's just like no one agrees on what like that definition is. You know, like yeah. You're like you all have a version that you, you're unhappy with everything, and you don't like some people, is what I'm hearing. <laughs> you know, that's that's basically what you guys are. But you disagree about all of those things. He just um, loves democracy. That's all. I guess. Yeah. And I'm just like, yeah. But I mean, he's just so like, why call your shot? That's yeah. That's the thing. This, that's Has the Steph work. Has Steph Curry of a, ever called a shot? Uh, no. It's been so? close. Only no, he's he's always a shot. And just lets it happen. He's never yeah. before games been like, yeah. I'm going to make five threes tonight. He's done like he a just... shimmy before. Yeah. You know? But yeah, yeah. You, that, I get your point. I get Those your point. Those are very similar things, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I guess what I'm getting at with people on the left, I know a lot of people want to say this shit, but it's like a crime. Like, you'll get, like, right. you can't just be like, I want to kill the president. Like, and also, well, I mean, Trump's not president anymore, but... Also, you don't want your president assassinated. I don't care how yeah. shitty they are. That is chaos for your country. Like you, yeah. if you're under the thumb of a shitty regime, ideally you want to just be able to vote them out of office. You don't like when your president dies in office. It is it's a nightmare. We know yeah. it's happened. I mean, not during our lifetime, but almost someone, definitely not the CIA, tried to get Reagan. <laughs> And they're still trying. He's out there, <laughs> folks. <laughs> I stormed the Reagan Library on January 6th this year. Yeah? Uh, because I wanted to see the FBI exhibit. 
Where is that? Is, like Sunland or something like it's that? It's in Simi Valley. Home Simi of the Valley? Rod- yeah. Home of the Rodney King jury. Oof. <laughs> Oof. Uh, but the FBI exhibit was cool as shit. They had, at one point, this... <laughs> like just placard on the wall about civil rights and it was for one thing like the only civil rights thing they had and they were like the fbi has always been concerned about civil rights cases and it's like yeah you have just in what direction are you talking like where did that interest lead uh yeah the fbi museum was fascinating they had the the car that john muhammad and uh, lee malvo used the really snipers the entire wow. fucking car was just right there. Dude. They just brought the car. Yeah. That car, like, ruined my fucking freshman year of high school. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You were in Maryland. That's where that was I was, was in happening. Maryland. Like, teachers would have to, like, Damn. form human shields so we could walk to class. And, like, they shot they shot people, like, fucking, like, five minutes from my house and shit. Like, it was crazy. We couldn't play outside or anything. It was crazy. Yeah, that shit was wild. They, they had a notch cut out in the trunk. Where yes, so they, they could just lay in the bag and then and drive away. Them. Yeah, that is crazy. Unreal. I think, I think Patrice had a joke about it, how he knew they were black because he didn't kill people on weekends. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, where they went wrong is uh, their last shooting interrupted the NFL playoffs. And man, I bet people were like, too much! <laughs> this crosses the line, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I certainly was. I was like, well, this isn't fun anymore. Yeah. Dude. So yeah, They're don't fine. don't Breaking openly sports. threaten the president unless you want to be at the FBI museum someday. Uh, do we have any final thoughts on uh, any of this? I think I think we've made it to episode length. Yeah, we did well, it. I'm trying to just do a little mental arithmetic. Uh, we should get the the kids who are really good at football to play the giant otter. You know, I'm just trying to fix the world. You know, and like trying to make these compute. Yeah, it yeah. doesn't work. Think, think it's going to work out. We're all just on an iceberg slowly drifting away. <laughs> I was going to say, they should play the otter on the iceberg. There so you it's go. even. It's even. Yeah. It actually makes them stronger. <laughs> <laughs> Thank yeah. you both for doing the show. I appreciate it. Of course. Do we have anything to plug before we get out of here? Abe, what do you got? Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I'm a director and writer. I work with uh, one of my friends you might recognize from the crack.com. Michael Swaim. We have a thing called small beans, patreon.com slash small beans. And we do podcasts like the one you're listening to now. Uh, and then uh, you can find me at Abe the mighty on Twitter. I'm going to be on an episode soon. Yes, sir. Podcast. Yes, sir. Mm, spoiler. Mm-hmm. Was I supposed to spoil that? People, no, that's, that's fine. It's thing. just coming out in like five days. Uh, a tiff. What do you have to plug? I can go watch the movie I wrote on BT and Netflix. It's called Twice Bitten. It's mediocre. Uh, <laughs> you can follow me on Instagram at a Tiff Myers. I mean, it's not. It's not. And yeah, I, I have a wrestling podcast starting up called Blood, Sweat, and Kayfabe coming out soon. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Uh. You can, uh, I guess, follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Adam Todd Brown, Todd with one D. Follow the show at Unpops on Twitter, Unpops.podcast on Instagram, and uh, Patreon.com slash Unpops, UnpopsNetwork.Supercast.Tech. You can get bonus episodes at both of those places, and you should do that and help me keep food on the table and things of the like. Uh, and I think that's it. Let's get out of here. A tiff. Say goodbye. Bye. Abe, say goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye, everybody. We love you.
Bristol Street. Bring a blood object to Bristol Street. Bring a blood object to 